Welcome to the podcast for people turning the great American RV adventure into stressless camping. We're glad you joined our weekly adventure. Now let's gather around the campfire with our hosts, Peggy and Tony Barthel. Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the campfire. We sure appreciate you going on this journey with us. As usual, I am Tony Barthel. I am Peggy Barthel. And we have a gentleman with us, and this is a voice that you may have heard say... Hey, I'm Josh the RV Nerd here at Haywood RV of Goldwater, Michigan. <laughs> yes, you've seen him on video, you've seen him on YouTube, and you may have even seen him in person if you... And you may have even muted me from time to time. <laughs> That's possible, too. <laughs> so we have... Josh from Halid RV in Coldwater, Michigan. And Josh is an internet phenomenon. Uh, over 40,000 subscribers on YouTube of his channel where he basically started doing walkthrough videos of the various RVs that they carry at Halid RV of Coldwater, Michigan. See, I can say it too. And, uh, <laughs> and now he's got some great advice on the channel, some tips and, and information. And so... Uh, Josh, welcome. Hey, thanks for having me, man. Thanks coast for being to coast here. over here. So, have you? Are you a camper? Do you spend a lot of time in a campground, or just starting I other people? I think you on can the probably attest to this. The the catch twenty two of working in the RV business is you don't really get to enjoy the RV business very much. That's actually kind of been a hiccup that several of our salespeople have had over the years they're like well you know we don't want to stop camping i'm like yeah but if you sell campers you do have to kind of camp less it's just one of those things like a roofer with a leaky roof you know right right or or the cobbler with barefooted kids absolutely does anyone still call them cobblers anymore shoemakers i know anyway now it's just a it's a shoe stamping machine in some factory somewhere (laughs) right so (laughs) and in a sweatshop. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. And so how did you get started doing videos? What what started that epic journey? 100% of everything I do was completely unintentional. That's just the weird thing. It's just been this <laughs> It's been this weird journey that just like sort of like, well, I don't I don't know. I guess we're doing that now. You know, like and it always ended with a question mark. It wasn't a statement. It was like, uh, is this what's happening? So, so it was a bit of a I, short straw or well i started officially in the rv business the first business day of 09 for halen rv and i was only intended to be a temporary employee i wasn't supposed to be here this long <laughs> and um i uh my job was just to build us a, a new website that's all i was supposed to do and then I just helped answering some phones and then one day a guy called and he felt like we maybe overlooked him. Maybe he was in his work clothes. He didn't look like a buyer or something. He just kind of felt maybe he was judged and I'm one of the owner's sons. I put on what I call my fireman's hat. I was like, brother, I'm here to tell you that's not the case. We just had a busy day and unfortunately sometimes you just can't get to everybody. And he showed up an hour later with ten grand in cash to buy a trailer from me that I didn't even know I was selling. And wow! I, uh, my boss calls me later that afternoon. Goes, "Who is you know my father?" Obviously, and he goes, "Hey, you know what you won?" Well, I am so green. I have no idea how RV sales works. I literally in my head, I'm like, 
are there prizes associated with these? Like, how? what is this? Is it like a scholastic book fair? You know, if you sell enough candy bars, kids, you get a prize. And I go, <laughs> so what did I win? He goes, a first-class ticket an hour early every Monday morning to the sales meeting. And I was oh. like, yay. Uh, what? And so I'm in this room with a bunch of guys. that are like, what are you doing here? And I'm looking at them going, what am I doing here? And... <laughs> And it just started going from there. So when I wasn't working on our site, I was kind of doing sales, and then I was doing better at it. And then around 2011, this is the part that shocks people. I was actually against doing the videos that you know me for. Um, Big Boss, he's always had the ability, even though he's he's rather tech-adverse, um, he's very prototypical for his age bracket, I think, in that regard, although that's changing, but especially 10 years ago, he was like, ah, the computers, I don't know. And, <laughs> but he's always had the ability to know where something's headed, knowing that we need to be there. And he's never been afraid to surround himself with people who are better than him at different things. And he said, I want you to start doing videos on this stuff. And I was like, what? Okay. Yeah, you know, and uh, I, I kind of just created a YouTube channel Initially, well, 100% initially, just because the videos, I had to host them somewhere so that I could play them on our website. Because at the time, our site didn't have an uh, integrated video player. You know, but a YouTube player was easy to get a hold of. I had no idea what I was doing. And my very first video that ever went up was on like a 2011 Silverado Bighorn Giant Bunkhouse thing. And it's painful to watch. <laughs> it's, it's so bad. I'm like... It sounds like somebody kicked my dog right before I got on camera, you know. But I've I've debated seriously on pulling that footage down. But it's like, it serves a couple things for me. First of all, it's that reminder of, like, we've progressed a long way. And it's a reminder that I always need to try to keep figuring out what's the next thing to do. Secondly, it's a good way for me to identify creepers who cyberstalk me a lot. Because if somebody goes back far enough to leave a comment on that video they need to not be within 200 yards of my house. Uh, Tony, I hope you don't write that comment. <laughs> Too late. Uh, that's so cool. And so now, obviously, you've not only... Uh, I will tell you, we bought a 19-foot travel trailer. and Yeah, you're 1905, right? Yep. And as we... Uh, saw your video, it was a huge influencer. 10 pounds of sugar in a five-pound bag. That was the quote. And we were sort of on the fence. Should we get this? Should we not? And then we saw that video, and it sold us. And we actually considered going from Northern California to Coldwater, Michigan, and looking up you and, and Halet and, and buying there. But we did find it around here. Your videos made us realize, man, that, that company really seems to treat customers well. Yep. Yeah, I, I, you know, you've shared that with me privately a few times. It's just, it's crazy. The outreach that we have at this point, it's, it's like, it's humbling, but there's also a part of it that I, I think because we've become such a society where like copywriting doesn't really, it's not as sacred as it used to be, you know, anybody with a YouTube channel can just sort of hack together some stolen videos and, kind of laugh in the face of copyrights like our videos have grown to the point that they've become not just a sales tool for us but 
other dealerships use them to generate their own. Like they'll literally play our content in their own dealership for client, which boggles my mind. And some dealerships that are shockingly close to our home. The day that I realized how far spread and how effective we were becoming in the RV industry was uh, the guy who was, he was our top salesman for two years, reached a point in his life. He was getting older. Just, he goes, man, I think I'm done with all the cold in Michigan and I sure can't blame him for that. And um, he uh, went down to Florida and his first day at the new place he went to, they said, okay, you you know, you carried a lot of the brands that we carry here, but we want to make sure you actually know what you're talking about. So here's our training material. Watch this. And it was our video. It was me. (laughs) And I'm the guy that trained him on sales. And he goes, this is Josh. Josh trained me. And the sales manager goes, you know Josh? And like, he's like, yeah, he was my neighbor. He mowed my lawn once. You know, like, it wasn't a big deal. It was just, it's not, and we've had manufacturers. I can't tell you how many regional brand managers or, or sales or sales contacts, rather, have said, hey, I just got a job selling this, that, or the other thing. And when I started, they said, here, just watch Josh's videos, and that'll teach you anything you need to know to go to a dealership to train the staff. And I was like, wow, really? That's your training program? (laughs) Wow. But that's cool because you do really impart a lot of information. It's not just, you know, you should buy this because it's shiny, but there is a lot of good information that you impart in the videos, which is, I'm sure, part of why there are so many people who subscribe to your videos. It's still so crazy to me where we're at. It, like we started, because I, I, I actually used to have a blurb uh, automatically uploaded onto our videos, basically in the text area of YouTube, the comments that just said, this channel's not actively monitored. If you have questions, you need to call this phone number. I just, I didn't think anyone would actually ever comment on anything I ever put up. It's not the purpose it was there. And one day I noticed I have eight subscribers. I'm like, huh, that's weird. And then like I had 20 and then I had a hundred and it, like, it just kind of kept going. And then I, I started, I'm like, huh, I wonder what else is going on here. So I started checking out other channels and seeing how some of those were run. And I'm seeing groups with like 17, 18,000 subscribers back then was about the highest that you saw. And like, well, I'll, I'll never, I'll never hit anything like that. Yeah. And I remember the day that we broke the 10 K mark and I was like, walking on sunshine i'm like wow this is that's it we we did it guys and then it just i don't know it just keeps going yeah it's it's well now you're as of this moment you're at forty seven thousand eight hundred and seventy two. yeah is, but who's counting right exactly <laughs> so one of the things i've noticed is you know there's a lot of people who are doomy and gloomy about oh the rv industry orders are down and blah 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 but what i've seen is more smaller units are hot and the mm-hmm. larger ones are seeming to kind of slow down. I don't, do you have any yeah. trends? No, that- you're, 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 you're exactly spot on. There's a downsize move and it's been happening in the last couple of years. Um, there's certain exceptions that like Montana is just on fire, but they always are. No, there's, there's been a downsize move. I think there's more people wanting to get out of parks and there's more people, like, look at the number of half-tons sold. There's more people that, like, I just don't want to give up my daily driver for a hard ride in three-quarter ton. And, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of that is out there. And now there's these bigger SUVs. You know, we have big family drivers that 
I've got a Ford Expedition and I got four kids, dude. I can't just like uh, uh, an F one fifty doesn't fit me. I can't even literally take all my kids. <laughs> <laughs> so there's more that market is being catered to more now than ever before, as well as lightweight stuff and Asdell this and that and you know Norco frames as, as we get more RV into less weight. It's opened up a lot of doors for things like that. So the other thing with the doom and gloomers is it makes headlines. It's it's just like the news. If it bleeds, it leads kind of thing. And the thing that drives me crazy, it absolutely drives me crazy. A- another, you know, RV industry associate of mine, kind of like uh, you two, he just reposted an article talking about how shipments were down 14%. And if you just read the obvious intention of the article is to get people's intention on the doom and gloom of it, but it never once asks the question, why, why are fewer RVs built this year than last year? Because it goes by calendar year. And what no one takes into account on that is what happened to lead us here. And the answer is very simple. There was an insane amount of production done last fall at the, at the dealer open house the year before in 2017, the, the RV products that were on the, in the industry, like they were great. They were the best they'd ever been. And we went down to the 2018 last fall dealer open house, just sort of thinking, you know what? If we show up and every single one of them just, just held to their guns and said, this is what we're doing again, I wouldn't even blame them. And they didn't. They went absolutely from 10 to 11 and, and cranked it up. And like every brand did that, every brand got even more serious and super more competitive. And as a result, there was just an ungodly sum of things ordered at that time that it takes time to push all that through the retail system. So yeah, we're ordering fewer units. I'm not selling less, you know, maybe there are some dealers that are, but I know that there's some dealers like me that aren't. I, I think that the big thing is just why and I don't know. I just, I, I don't tend to subscribe to the, uh, the, the people who, if someone has ever uttered the phrase in their life, I'd give it less than one star. If I could, I just instantly put them on ignore. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I know at the dealership that I had worked at until recently, we, our sales were, I think we set a record again for the month that I left and that didn't even account for the FEMA units that we pushed. So, well. Yeah, and again, I think it's it's tough. It, there's definitely some places that are, there's some areas of our business that were up, there's some areas of our business that were down, but overall, we're doing fine. And I just, I just don't think that people take into account how much inventory was already active and live on a dealership grounds before the calendar year started when they say stuff like that. Yeah, and, and the truth is, if uh, for those of you who have not been RV shopping, in the past year or two, uh, especially my, my specialty is the travel trailers. There, there used to be, you'd walk in and everything was similar in my opinion, all mm-hmm. kind of Browns. Now, now you get real standouts. There's interiors that are white, that are gray, that are farmhouse. There's also, if you haven't been recently, go shopping because there's some neat stuff out there. Absolutely. No, and just even the, the fabric patterns and the material swatches, um, the, the micro suede that are being used. Now there's the new countertops and cabinets and hardware and everything. It's they, the industry seems to inchworm like that. Um, like when I first started in 2010 camper was a camper was a camper. They just all look the same. And then 
when things got, that was right about the time the industry was in a really tough spot. The brands that succeeded were the ones that got really neat and inventive and creative. And that spurred a whole new like generation of growth. You know, though, even the way fifth wheels were built and shaped and laid out completely changed since I started doing this business. And it's not like, you know, it's not like I'm uh, 60 years old and I was here when the first RV ever came off the production line. <laughs> I'm fairly young in the scope of things in this business. You know, RVs have been around 50, 60 years before I got here and uh, in, in some form or another. But mainstream production, at least 40, 50 years before me, nothing's the same. Nothing's the same. That's the part that's crazy to me. Yeah, they, they're changing rapidly. And even when I started at the dealership, the younger people would walk in and, and look at the different interiors and go, mm. and now they're even the same brands have changed so much. We're selling a bunch of trailers to younger families. Now, you can, now you can actually shop interior instead of just floor plan. Yeah, you're right. hundred percent. Yeah, absolutely. And because every, almost everybody builds the same layouts. So it's just, it's kind of like when you go to Walmart, how many types of vanilla ice cream are at Walmart? <laughs> right. Exactly. You know, find the, you can find one that just tastes better to you. Right. It's so funny. Uh, as you said, interior layouts, when we were at Quartzite in January, there was a toy hauler that I was so intrigued with. I almost bought it. And I came back to the dealership, and a month later, the toy hauler brand that we have had the same floor plan. And I liked it so much, I thought of buying it, and then a friend of mine did. And so she goes camping with us all the time, and I just, I was right. That's a great floor plan. Now we just spend all of our time with in her trailer instead of our own. Yeah, we drink her <laughs> beer, too. Is that one of those 26-foot, kind of eight-wide crossover toy hauler jobs? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. the Cherokee Grey Wolf group came out with that, and everyone was kind of like, what are they doing? And, I mean, now you've got it in Grey Wolf and StarCraft and Springdale and Wildwood and Catalina and everything else. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's not hard because a lot of the components are the same. It's not hard to come out with a new floor plan. Well, it's, it's RV R&D. Okay, well, here's, here's one for your listeners at home. RV R&D is not research and develop. It's rip off and duplicate. <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't heard that, but it's extremely accurate. Yeah, so. you say that to anybody. It's, it's really funny because, like, I'm, I'm in constant contact with, like, various brand managers of these different groups. And they're like, look at this new floor plan we have coming out. Now just make up a name. Like, uh, oh, so you're doing that old Cougar 3 whatever now. And they're like, what? what? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so funny. Um, so if somebody is out shopping for a new RV, any hot tips or things that they should pay attention to? I think one of the biggest, most important things to remember is that you're buying the dealership as much as you're buying the RV. I say this to people all the time. I'm not the only guy that sells what I sell. I'm not the only guy with good prices because uh, if they didn't have good prices down the street, they wouldn't be in business still. So you can get a fair price and, a, and the same product just about anywhere. So understand why you're picking that dealership and what it means to you. And what do you need to feel comfortable with a purchase and can that dealership fulfill it? You know, it's all a little bit up in the air because at the end of the day, a lot of promises and insinuations are thrown around that you hope are fulfilled. That's when it's good to kind of research a dealership just before you pull the trigger on something and say, is this a place that seems to 
do it right, make it right if they don't, you know, questions like that. So you're buying the dealership as much as you're buying the RV. That's the biggest generic tip I could give anybody. That's a really good tip. Yeah, it really is. And and to reiterate that point, I know, as as you know, I've handled the warranty for certain brands at our dealership, and I've been empowered to basically rattle cages if they, if I don't get the answer I like. And there's a lot of dealerships who are like, oh, well, they said no, too bad. It's easier for them, I think. Yeah. yeah. Peggy had a, a fun question for you. <laughs> I wanted to know if there was ever a wall or cabinet that you hit that didn't take it. One. <laughs> there was one. And it happened live on video. And I managed to roll with it enough that I mean, out of the 4,300 videos I've done and all the things that I've hit and punched and whatever and tripped over and fallen on (laughs) one cabinet door in a previous generation wildcat fifth wheel, but it was really ignorant what I did. This was my own fault. Those things were built like tanks. Those, those old white skin gold nose cab wildcat fifth wheels were built like tanks. And I was just in love with this thing. And I'm, I had a little too much adrenaline going as I'm walking through, and I'm up in the bedroom on the cabinet door for the washer-dryer prep, and I bashed that sucker, and I hit it right on the mortise and tenon uh, joint, Oh, and it's very thin right there, and I just absolutely vertical cracked a hardwood cabinet door, which, I mean, <laughs> my, my first-grade karate instructor would have been proud of, but... Yeah. I hit it and I, I just instantly felt it shatter under my hand and I just left my hand pressed against it so that it didn't splinter because <laughs> back then I would do a one shot video. And at, at that point, remember I used to walk all the way around the outside. Then I would do the entire inside ending in the bedroom. So I have 23 minutes and 42 seconds of my life oh, invested in this thing. And I re- that's the exact number. Cause I looked at this camera and went, Nope, We've gone too far, Josh. <laughs> and I, I just very quickly keep talking and get the camera pointed somewhere else. And then I very slowly let go of it so you don't hear. <laughs> and then, and then um, I, get, I get that wrapped up real quick. I take a picture of it on my phone, shoot it to my boss, go, well, boss. Warranty, John. <laughs> I did it. Yeah, I, I, no, that's not warranty. That, oh, we, no. we bought a door. Yeah. But um, I, I know that's the kind of thing that someone would try to cover. But I went, well, you know, if I got to cover this, I got to cover this. And he goes, no, I, I've done worse. But, yeah. Um, so there was there was one. There was one one time. For those of you who have not watched Josh's videos, a lot of these RVs are made with laminated sides, and they're they're pretty solid. And so I've seen Josh kind of knock on the walls or knock on the hardwood cabinets to demonstrate how well made they are, and that's that's what spurred that question. <laughs> yeah, in the uh, in the UFC they call it a hammer fist, but you know whatever. Oh bro. well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so with the popularity of of the videos, uh, people are traveling from near and far to Halid RV of Coldwater, Michigan. And oh, yeah. what is the furthest distance somebody has traveled to get a Halit, or is it Josh Signature Series? The RV Nerd Signature Series. Okay, yeah. RV Nerd well, Signature. Well, the, well, it wasn't a Signature Series per se, but it was our video that first caught up, fella. There is a literal prince in Dubai who has a Jayco Octane toy hauler that we sold him parked in his front yard, effectively, 
made the trip over here, had the thing containered over. Super nice guy. And, and so we've, we've got a couple things overseas. That's exceptionally uncommon. Maybe one of those a year. But I have trailers with my silly – I still can't believe that ever became a thing. That's another thing that was an accident that became a thing. But, but the trailers that have my signature on them looking at the Pacific Ocean right now. That's funny. Yeah. Our neighbors – yeah. yeah, no, it's it is funny because uh, one of the one of our guys who's like I'm a ham and he's a cheese. If that makes any sense, <laughs> <laughs> these people were big fans of ours, enjoyed our video content, really liked what I do. He he told them, "Oh man, you think he's a celebrity? You should have him sign his sign your trailer." And I and I didn't grow up a very popular person, you know, and so like a lot of this is still very odd and foreign to me, and I'm. <laughs> I'm, I, I don't know. I, I just, it's weird anyway. And they, they really fell in love with that idea. So as a joke, I just kind of do it and you know, it made them feel special and it was a neat thing between me and that customer. Well, I didn't realize that my salesman was taking pictures of me doing this and then he showed them to me. So I thought, Oh, that's funny. So I posted it and all of a sudden, just like my phone starts lighting up, just bleep, 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 bleep. And everyone's like, Oh, sign mine, sign mine, sign mine. Sign and mine. I'm like, I'm like, what? So I made a little video, imagine that, about how silly this thing was. And then it starts going crazy. And now it's like <laughs> once a week, people are asking me to do this stuff. And now the joke is that it should be an entry in the NADA book out if it has the RV Nerd Signature Series mark on it. <laughs> but I always maintain that it should have a $75 deduct. <laughs> For those of you who don't know also, there are people who travel to Halid RV of Coldwater, Michigan and they get Josh to sign their new or new or used RVs that they buy there. So it's it's become a thing, and that's uh, yeah. The the only requirement is you need a Halo RV proof of purchase. You know, you don't ask LeBron to sign Jordan's jersey. That's just oh not right. Cool. I have had a request. Oh jeez, yeah, I bought this uh, at Brand X dealership. Can you sign it? Oh, I'll put some words on it. <laughs> I'm. I'm walking around my living room right now. My wife and kid are asleep. I'm trying not to burst out laughing. I was close. <laughs> Do you get recognized out in public? Yes. I was just pushing my daughter on a swing at the park one day, and this person was just like jagging behind us and just stopped. And she goes, you're Josh the RV nerd. I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm, yeah. yeah. Uh, and it was just, it was just a weird thing, you know, and, I don't know. It happened. Like I seem to have a very distinctive voice, and I can just walk through our showroom. And I spend a lot of my time, especially I used to spend all my time behind the camera, never in front of it. You know, people will recognize me visibly now a little bit, but I'd just be walking through, and I'd just be be like, "Hey, Joe!" And like, oh, "That's him!" Like I hear it, I you hear know, his like, voice. And it made me for the first time I heard it. I I whipped my head around like, "What? No. <laughs> <laughs> like is somebody coming after me? Like, do I owe someone money?" <laughs> Funny, we've hung out with other people who have made a name for themselves on YouTube, and it is it is a form of celebrity nowadays. There, people are watching it's... YouTube videos, and forty seven thousand people. And God knows how many have watched a video and haven't subscribed. Right. I actually can tell you roughly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> strangely, all the viewership that we get, only about 10% of it actually comes from subscribers. Wow. Wow. 
Yeah, that doesn't surprise. I mean, I, I don't remember if we're subscribers or not, but I know we certainly watched whoa, a lot whoa, of videos. Whoa, there's there's what, what now? <laughs> <laughs> well, when you have it just sitting on the front of the screen all the time anyway, you don't have to subscribe. Oh, God. Wait, hang on. Well, I'm gonna, at, I'm at, gonna... least sub, at least subscribe and turn off notifications or something. I'm, I just on. subscribed right now. <laughs> I almost, man, I feel like, you know, you know, now it's like one of those things like, well, no, you didn't have to do that. Now it's weird. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, it's it weird may... that we hadn't, honestly. Yeah. I um, <laughs> And it it may have been, we have more than one YouTube account, so. I believe sure. Stressless Camping is a subscriber of Josh the RV Nerd at Alit RV of Coldwater, yeah. Michigan. And now we've got our budding guy, Mr. Adventure Aaron, helping us out. Yeah, that's pretty cool. What is it that surprises you the most about your videos or the reactions to your videos? <laughs> um, I, I, I'm very, I'm not scripted at all. I'm completely from the cuff. And it's funny, like, if you watch my first couple years of content, it was really dry. And then... I kind of got bored with it and then a little bit more of me not trying to be stuffy robot professional man and more of me, the oddball nerd that I really am started seeping (laughs) into the mix and every now and then I will sometimes intentionally very badly, sometimes unintentionally very badly sing in my videos a couple bars and the reaction is so polarizing. I will immediately see, I'll see a person just instantly flash, okay, I'll keep watching if you promise never to sing again, to which I always replied, no promises. And then the next person goes, I subbed for the singing. Oh, yeah. And it's like, <laughs> what? <laughs> like, why is, it's like, so for 27 minutes, I talked about a fifth wheel. Is there anything about the RV you'd like to discuss? My singing is the thing that you took away from this. (laughs) The other thing that really surprises me, and again, it goes back to the, the negative naysayer type stuff that we talked about earlier. People will watch this, uh, a video that's super, super long. And the only thing they have to say is I don't like the counters. Yeah. It's like, exactly. So was you watched this whole thing? Was there anything you like, like that? That's who you choose to be is that person, you know, and it it, it just always, I think some people just don't want to be happy. Like Tony, when you were at the, at your dealership, every now and then you'd be out in an RV with a customer and you'd walk into the door and they would immediately say, I don't like the color. And you go, Hey, no sweat. That's fine. I totally respect that. It's a very subjective item. So let's go look at this one over here. And instead they continue to walk into a trailer they've already agreed they don't like and continue to pick it apart. And it's like, I, I understand, Margaret, you don't like it. You like, don't want to yeah, be get in it. this one. Let's move on. A hundred percent. Why are we doing, why are you doing this to yourself? <laughs> that's, Some... the, that's the other thing that surprised me. It's like, you couldn't say just one nice thing, like neat cabinet, like nothing, you know? It's, it's amazing how people just, absolutely gravitate toward complaining not obviously all but some people are just fixated on on what they don't like and and the negativity oh and they are they are really tough when they're behind a screen name aren't they right exactly the the first person i ever banned i like i was reading this and like at first i started to get a little worked up over it and then all of a sudden i'm like who is this clown and I look up, and I realize that I'm about to engage into a Friday night Facebook fight, effectively, with 
one Mr. Chicken Fingers Teletubbies 75. <laughs> and I suddenly went, ah, I've identified the problem here. <laughs> it's, it's not me. It's the fact that Chicken Fingers Teletubbies 75 has nothing positive to discuss in their life today. No, and it's probably largely of their own doing. Yeah, unfortunately, it, that, that's true. So, but fortunately, the rest of us get to go RVing and and enjoy some stressless camping. And that's right. It that's, is the best therapy. It is camping is the it's therapy, isn't it? It really is. I mean, you you open your front door in the morning or your your RV's door, and there's that incredible view, and and you get to go. If you don't like where you are, just get in and move, and it's fantastic. It's it's. The greatest form of vacation, I think, that there is. I agree. Yeah, I'm plugged into so many devices in my day-to-day life, but when I camp, I camp very basic. I, I do tend to park camp, but I will just, I, we don't have screens. We don't have things to look at. I just leave my phone in the trailer unless we go to town. It's just, it's great, you know, and it's, you, you sit there and think, well, why don't you just do that more often? I don't know. Right. I don't yeah. know. Why you know, can't we do that know, at home? Why don't we do it more? But no, we only we can only do it when we're camping. Because Netflix is amazing. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> well, no. How about uh, YouTube, man? YouTube There's some is great, amazing. Co- yeah, great content. But yeah, in, in fact, this weekend we're taking our RV to a place on the beach where there is no cell signal whatsoever. What? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, did you clear that with your uh, <laughs> domestic engineer? <laughs> because I don't believe she's aware of the plans this weekend. I'm kidding. I have lots of paperbacks. Oh jeez, what am I going to look Dude, at? Do those things? Yeah. Well, uh, you know, <laughs> talking about how you have no internet and then asking what are you going to look at and that's how and there were some serious implications there. <laughs> I have a feeling I know what you're not going to be looking at. <laughs> the inside of the trailer whatsoever. <laughs> oh, man. You better not rain. Yeah. <laughs> please, please put up the awning. It's probably going to be cold on the coast. It will. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, Josh. You what? know what you're looking at, Tony? You're looking at the weather rolling in. Yeah, right. <laughs> What is that booming sound? Those what does that cloud look like? <laughs> that booming sound is the sound of your wife closing the door behind her before it deadbolts. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> oh, man. Well, this has been great. We're going to come back after a word from our sponsors and... Josh has some tips about things to see in Michigan. We will be right back. Finally getting that yard work done. No, I've tied all these balloons to a lawn chair, and I'm going to float around and tell everybody to put their car shows on the curbside car show calendar and catch up on the world of classic cars with a curbside classic car podcast. You don't have to go anywhere. They can do it right from any smartphone or computer. Besides, are you trying to win a Darwin Award? Up, up, and away. Oh, no. I dropped the BB gun. I'll get the rifle. Gosh, I hope I don't miss. Hey, hey, hey. The, the neighbors, neighbors are skinny to me. Oh, 
husband is insane. But curbside.tv is a great place to get the word out about your car shows and enjoy a fun podcast about vintage cars. And it's always free. We are back again. We have Josh, the RV nerd from Halo RV of Coldwater, Michigan. And uh, we also wanted to see if you have any great places to see or recommendations for places you can take an RV. Well, I mean, you know, this is easy for me being in Michigan. It's one of the one of there's there's many beautiful destination states out there, but it's one of the things that Michigan's known for is the tourism and destination. And the, I think the best advice I can give anyone when you visit Michigan is get off the highway. It is there's some amazing, beautiful, and a, an amazing variety of sceneries in Michigan if you get off the highway. And it's it's such a weird, varied state in that regard. Um, like the the geography and the the like plant life basically of like the even the southern versus northern peninsulas are, are very different in just the the lower peninsula uh it's kind of funny the names that we have for one another in michigan you've got the youpers that live north of the bridge you know they're honorary canadians practically but we love them but they're our honorary canadians so <laughs> it's cool and then you've got in the northern section of the lower peninsula those are the trolls because they live under the bridge and then <laughs> Then you've got the Flatlanders, because it's very hilly up north, and it's very flat in the south, so I'm a Flatlander. And along the way, you've got the greatest concentration of freshwater on planet Earth in the Great Lakes. I mean, there's nothing else, There's literally nothing else like it. And so we've got awesome beachfronts with no sharks. <laughs> um, <laughs> so keep that in mind. You can go swimming and have that big water feel. And there's, you know, tons of big water boats out there just on the lakes and uh, amazing, you know, ports that you could visit. And, uh, I mean, you could make you could make a trip just even for if someone's just enjoying a lifestyle like even marine life. Like, because you can kind of boat camp a little bit. And you can bump dock to dock. And I know a lot of RV people are marine enthusiasts as well. But we've got, like, the sand dunes. And there's actually uh, a couple spots on some of those things where, at the highest peaks, you can actually see across the lake and like see little glimmers of Chicago, basically in the distance. There's oh, just wow. crazy stuff like that. It's really neat, you know, because um, like in my head, Chicago's like three, four hours away, but like you can see it. It's right there, you know. <laughs> it's cool. There's also just some amazing natural areas. There's some wineries, and one of the things that Michigan is actually sort of becoming known as it's sort of the unofficial microbrew capital of the world. Okay, I'm there's leaving just, now. Oh, we'll see you in a couple yeah, days. Yeah, I'm, I'm, no, seriously, like uh, you know, there's like Dark Horse Brewery has, is like one of the big success stories there, but. There's so many little breweries and microbrews and stuff. Like, you go to the corner liquor store here, and it's like three-quarters of it are these beers that you've never heard of before. And oh. they're all for you. Like, you start looking at it, it's like from Alpena, Michigan. You're like, what? It's mm-hmm. That's local? You know? Mm. So there's there's so many cool things like that. And, you know, there's, there's a million RV parks all over the place, but there's so many good state parks and things, not even too far away. Like, if you... So, like, swinging through and saying hi to us over at Halet RV sometime, you can go 30 minutes north in Battle Creek, Michigan, and there's Custer State Park. And that's actually where one of our salesmen almost exclusively camps. So, there's, there's, there's almost nothing you can't do within an hour of Halet RV. 
You just can't do any of it in cold water, Michigan. The only things you can do in cold water are drink, buy a camper, and leave. (laughs) 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 But other than that, other than that, it's, it's actually pretty cool. So as you may or may not know, I also do a podcast about vintage and classic cars. And just recently we did a episode with the director of transportation of the Henry Ford. And so that looks like it's about two hours from you. And that is a museum that, according to him and some people who have visited, is on par with the Smithsonian. So there is a fantastic thing. And there are RV parks nearby. There's RV parks with an eye shot of a local casino. I mean, there's, uh, you know, that's another thing. I don't know. There, Not every place has. There's gambling in Michigan for those who are interested, but... Just don't bring your RV title because they'll they'll have you signing off of it before you leave. <laughs> oh, now sign man. off the house, but keep the camper. You're gonna need. There it. you go. Absolutely. Well, especially if you. I'm a huge fan of microbrews and a huge fan of classic cars, and I believe I have chosen our next long distance I destination. I think Michigan is in our very near future. Absolutely. Well, you you can't you can't make that kind of trip without at least. So we got to get we got to do the obligatory selfie and throw it on the social media. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, of course. And and then after visiting you, we'll go to microbreweries and the Henry Ford and I'll check out the Ford's River Rouge plant and lots maybe, of stuff. Maybe we can get you to sign our beer can. <laughs> uh that's good i, I tell you um on your your classic cars thing there mr halet's old ford alumni big big that i mean that cars are his his first love and you might talk to him about some of that stuff sometime it'd be that, that might be a whole conversation yeah it'd be it'd be great to talk to him about classic cars uh by the way for those of you listening the curbside car show podcast is the name of the other podcast i do I love classic cars. Also, I'd like to go out and, and meet Joe Bortz, who is one of the leading collectors of Motorama Dream Cars. And we did a couple of episodes with him, too. So Michigan might be a fun destination. I well, think, might be. It would be a fun yeah. destination for us. There's a little bit of everything. It's, you know, it's not like the biggest, greatest state at almost anything. It's like always number two at everything. <laughs> now you can't come out here and go camping without getting a bunch of fago in your cooler that's like you hear that that phrase hey hold my beer in michigan it's hold my fago it's, it's like a, a a more regional local michigan-based uh soda company or pop or whatever ah. you call it your area yeah it's funny how many different names there are for carbonated non-alcoholic yeah. beverages what kind of coke y'all want you, you yeah. want pepsi yeah. coke exactly <laughs> yeah isn't that funny pepsi coke that's one of the other beautiful things about this country is all the regional dialects and ways of interpreting the same thing oh absolutely you know that's the other thing about this business it's so fun everybody camps i have met i've met owners of multinational corporations and I also I once sold a toy hauler to a lady who needed a toy hauler to put in all of her materials she used to decorate haunted houses. Wow. Wow. And so, I'm like, what? Everybody camps, man. You're saying you scared up a sale from her? Oy. Love it. Uh, Love I, it. Man, I can't believe I went an entire podcast and almost didn't do a pun. I bet you're driving Peggy Batty. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> it's all right. At the end of the day, you're always going to be your little pumpkin. Oh. <laughs> oh, man. I don't want to spook our audience. 
You know, they're eating this up like candy is the thing. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> All three of them. Yeah, we keep this up. There's gonna be a there's gonna be a cavity in your audience of people that don't sub. <laughs> I'll be owing subscribers. So great. Well, Josh, thank you so much for the time you've spent with us. Uh, it's been a real pleasure speaking with you here on the podcast and we wish you continued success with the videos and with business and and with your daughter family life and all so thank you so much thanks for having me and i hope i get to come back sometime oh anytime you're always welcome absolutely okay what are you having for dinner tomorrow what I are think we having for lemon dinner pepper tomorrow? chicken <laughs> lemon pepper chicken all come right come on out come and <laughs> oh well never mind that <laughs> see that was always going to be the answer it didn't matter what you say right forget it that's the beauty of the setup Exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, and we will see you uh, on the Internet. Hey, you guys take care, and, and good luck to you as well. Thanks, Josh. You too. Thank you. One more thing we wanted to tell you about, the grub stick. Oh, my gosh. Do you love s'mores? I love s'mores. Grilled cheese sandwiches. Grilled cheese sandwiches, hot dogs. So the grub stick, what is it? It's the fanciest unbent wire coat hanger that you've ever seen. Huh, tell me more. <laughs> so Grubstick actually is a um, an, an expandable stick yeah. that has a soft, comfortable safety handle on one end, and on the other end, it has a threaded knob, and you can screw onto that knob forks for putting on hot dogs or, or marshmallows or square cages for making s'mores. They made them specifically the right size for a stacked s'more. You can use the round cage to cook your hamburger over the fire. They even have a couple of rods that are good for either making a, like a hot dog wrap. A hot dog wrap or a bacon cup. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, bacon cup. What am I thinking, gentlemen? <laughs> um so the cool thing is it's the if you have a campfire, you really could use a grub stick. It is a fantastic addition to any camping experience. And again, they have a discount that's available when you visit the Stressless Camping website and click through to their website and place an order. So check it out. We've got videos there. We've got more information, and we've got a great deal for you. And then the next time we see you around the campfire, we'll bake some s'mores together. No, grilled cheese sandwiches. Hot dogs. Yeah. Bacon cups. <laughs> Bacon cups. Yeah, <laughs> oh, we agree. We hope you enjoyed this week's adventure. We really appreciate your downloading the podcast, subscribing on iTunes or your favorite pod capture program. We also really appreciate and value your reviews. So thank you to those of you who will leave a review for us. Hopefully you tell your friends. Tell your neighbors. Tell people at the campground if you're around the campfire, if you enjoy this podcast. Tell some guy at the grocery store. Yeah, why not? So thank you for joining us again, and we will see you next week in the campground. Happy camping! We hope you enjoyed this week's adventure. Time to get out on your own journey. But don't forget to leave a review on your favorite podcast app and visit StresslessCamping.com for photos, stories, an RV calendar, and more. I'm Stressless Camper Larry Richardson wishing you happy camping!